She spent the last 20 years doing marketing for virtually every type of business. Businesses like Coca-Cola, NBC, Kaiser Permanente, U.S. Bank, Disney, Verizon, and more. But let's face it, not everyone has the resources of these big guys. So she's on a mission to translate and apply big marketing strategies and tactics to businesses of any size. She wants to show you that you can be an expert marketer. Join her and follow along as she shares the secrets of how to market so well that customers want to throw money at you. Her name is Ginger Zumeda, and welcome to the Usable Marketing Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Usable Marketing Podcast. This is Ginger Zumeda, and today we are talking about messaging architecture. You know, here's something really interesting that I find all the time, a little bit of an irony. We're taught, classic kind of marketing teaches you to differentiate, right? So everyone's looking, always looking about how am I differentiated? How am I differentiated? Now here's a little secret. <laughs> the best way to differentiate yourself is to be super consistent about your message. So consistency, consistency, consistency is what helps you actually have a brand. It's what helps uh, your customers or your clients really understand who you are. And that's what differentiates you in their minds, right? So the, the whole purpose of messaging architecture is really to give you guardrails, right? The, the, the thing that you need in order to truly build and cement your brand is you need guardrails to be super consistent about your message. So when we talk about messaging architecture, right, we're really talking about what are the key messages that you need to take to your customers. So, so messaging architecture is step five on the marketing canvas and it comes directly from figuring out step four, which is the, the, your brand's hero story. And, and again, if you've been following along, you know that the hero is really your customer, right? So what messaging architecture is, is it's the key messages that you actually want to tell your customer. It's not the features of your product or service. It's also not copy. And what I mean by that is copywriting. It's not the exact words. But it's, it's developing kind of a, um, a system of messages that keep you super consistent all the time so that when you talk to your customers, they completely get that it's you that they're talking to. And so the way we think about it is, um, again, one of the things I want to get across is what we try to do when we're, when we're building messaging architecture for our clients is what you're trying to do really is transform all of the features of your product or service into the benefits that they're really looking for. And this gets hard sometimes because we tend to think about, or the, the average marketer um, or, or non-marketer for that matter, tends to think, wanna talk about all the features of their product or service. It's like, we're differentiated because we're bigger, we're faster, we're cheaper, we're, we're more expert, whatever it happens to be. But really what you want to do is translate those things into what the benefits are that they're actually looking for, right? They're not necessarily looking for you to be, be bigger, better, faster, cheaper. What they might be looking for is more flexibility. What they might be looking for is um, for you to be more client focused. They might be looking for, you want to, th you get the idea, you want to think of these 
things in terms of benefits. And so the whole purpose of messaging architecture is to help you transform features into benefits. And so we do it in a, in a very particular um, order or, or, or kind of framework. So the way we tend to think of it is when we look at all of the features of a particular um, product or service, what we want to do is start to cluster all of those things into buckets, right? And what we're going to do is we're going to start translating those into um, benefits. And what we call the very top layer of the messaging architecture is the core concepts, right? What are the core concepts about um, a particular product or service? Once you get core concepts, and again, this is not copywriting, but once you get the core concepts down, then what you can do is underneath the core concepts, you can start building out a whole um, ecosystem of topics under that core concept, and then you can build out what we call proof points, right? So how do you actually prove that what you're saying about this concept actually applies to both you, your product or service, and your customer? So. You know, let me give you a little bit of an example here, and, and I'm actually going to take the, the marketing canvas. We're going to get a little meta here. We're going to take the marketing canvas as our, um, as our example, right? So here, here's a metaphor I want you to think about when you think of, of messaging architecture. Imagine a set of dresser drawers, okay? Now, when you're going to go talk to a client or a customer, um, and you can have all sorts of channels that you're going to talk to that client or customer through, right? You could be talking them through so to them through social channels. You can have videos. You have your own website. You might be doing publicity, so these might be actual articles and trades. You could be talking to them at um, actual events or you're holding events. You could be on a panel, or it could actually be a, a client or a customer call. There's all of these channels that you can talk to your customer through. And depending on the size of your company, there's a whole fleet of people that could be talking to different people about what it is that you do. And therein lies the challenge. The more people that start talking to, to more different types of people through different channels, the more erratic and inconsistent your message can start to become. Right? Think about it. When you think about your company, do you talk the same way about your product or service as, for example, the founder does, or as your IT person does, or as your salespeople do, et cetera, et cetera? Chances are you guys are actually communicating differently. And so what you want to do and what messaging architecture does is the metaphor I use is a set of dresser drawers, right? So imagine a set of dresser drawers. And let's say that there's, um, there's, three rows of drawers and each row has three drawers. So you basically got nine drawers in your big set of dresser drawers. What you want to do when you're doing messaging architecture is imagine each of those drawers has a label on the outside and the label that's in there, the label on that drawer is what the core concept is of that drawer. So for example, you might have a sock drawer, right? Um, so you've got the drawer, those are the socks. And now if you open up the drawer, what you're going to see is there's all different types of socks in there, but they're still all socks, right? They all represent <laughs> socks. So you have all sorts of different types of, of socks in there. They could be different colors. They could be different heights. They could be athletic socks, or they could be, 
you know, more formal dress socks, um, etc. And then each of those socks individually has its own set of what we would call, or let's call the individual socks are going to be your topics, right? So we've got the core concept, which is the label on the drawer. Inside, we've got a bunch of different types of socks, and each one of those socks represent a, represents a topic. But then if we go even further, each individual pair of socks has different kind of um, specific uh, features, right? It might be cotton. It might be wool. It might be a blend. You know, it, they might be different thicknesses. They might be different lengths again, right? So when you start getting into, now let's say what's specific about this sock, those would represent proof points, okay? And so what you're trying to do when you develop messaging architecture is you're trying to develop the dresser drawers of how you talk to customers. That way you can get your entire company going to just one set of dresser drawers. If you're gonna go talk to a publicist, you're like, yep, I need something in this drawer and I need something in this drawer, but everybody knows that they have to go to the dresser drawers or that set of dresser drawers in order to get their messages to talk about anything about your product or your service or your company. So I'll give you an example, right? So the marketing canvas framework. When, when we talk about the marketing canvas, there's a bunch of features about the marketing canvas. The, the features are, first of all, that it's a framework. It's not a template, right? That's, that's a feature. And, and, and if I had to translate the feature of it being a framework into a benefit, so for example, something I'm gonna put my, uh, on the label of the dresser drawers, one of the things could be that it's, because it's a framework, it's broadly applicable. We've used the marketing canvas you know, for companies from startup sized to big multi-billion Fortune 500 companies. And because it's a framework, it just works, right? It's a frame that works for any given situation, which is a little bit different than kind of going to the internet and trying to pull a template on how to do a marketing plan or something like that. Because it's a framework, it's also very holistic, right? It looks all at all these aspects of your business to try to determine what the, um, what the components of your marketing strategy and implementation plan should be. So just the feature of it being framework sort of creates two dresser drawers. One could be that it's broadly applicable, and the other one could be that it's um, holistic and somewhat comprehensive. With, there's other features, right? There's, there's things like nine elements, right? It's got nine very specific steps for you to think through in, uh, in a specific sequence. Right, so because it's specific and it's got nine steps, it's easy to follow. So easy to follow would be another dresser drawer, right? It also has, each of these nine elements, it could be a drawer unto itself. Since there's a whole section on aligning your value proposition, for example, to your target customer's actual intrinsic needs, getting to that value proposition that, that kind of results in a brand promise a benefit of that is that it, it also tends to build culture inside a company. When you can get everybody behind a particular rallying cry, you've got some, something that's super valuable. And so culture building could be one of the dresser drawers that we're talking about. Um, the other you know, thing that, that one, one of the last steps where you develop sort of your key metrics, um, that results in, because it has that section, 
it, it also makes your whole marketing plan measurable, right? And that could be another, uh, another label on, on a drawer. So inside, so now you started to see like, okay, we've got some topics. Those are our core concepts, rather. We've got some core concepts, each representing a drawer. Now, if we open the drawer, right, if we open the drawer of, let's say, broadly applicable, the first one I talked about, what's inside the drawer? Well, there's all sorts of topics that could go into that, into that drawer. For example, there could be whole, a whole set of topics around startups. There could be a whole set of topics around big Fortune 500 companies. There could, um, when, when we talk about it being broadly applicable, we could also talk about how it's applicable into different sectors. We've used the marketing canvas on companies from nonprofits to manufacturing companies to finance companies to entertainment, you name it. So now you're starting to see inside that drawer, broadly applicable, you're like, there's big companies, there's little companies, there's companies across all of these industries, etc. And then if I wanted to get specific in terms of proof points, I'm not going to name them right now, but I could name all of the companies that we've applied these to and all of the results that they have gotten, right? Again, I'm not going to disclose any of our clients' information right now, but that's when I'd be talking about proof points. So again, when you think of messaging architecture, the big takeaways that I want for you on this to be thinking about is... Number one is, it, first of all, it's about consistency. It's about you knowing and being able to point for your whole company, this is the set of drawers from which you are going to pull all of your messages. Developing that, it's one of the most powerful things that we do for companies because once you develop your messaging architecture, you have basically a manual of how to talk about your company, your product or service. It's great for even onboarding. I talked about the culture aspect. It's great for onboarding new people into your company because you're like, boom, here you go. This is our company. This is what we talk about. This is the benefits to our customers. You've got it all nicely arranged into these sort of dresser drawers, right? So it's a really, really powerful thing. Um, just think of it in terms of three sets or three, you know, maybe two click downs, right? It's first you want to come up with what are your core concepts, talking about them as benefits. Second, you want to say what are all the topics inside of those core concepts. And then third, what are the actual specific proof points that support those topics and ladder up to the core concepts, right? And again, use just, just use the metaphor of the dresser drawers. You, you want, I would say, nine, absolutely no more than 12 dresser drawers to fill and that way you've got these are our 12 messages or these are our nine messages you stick all of your messages into those drawers and that's what you talk about over and over and over again and you do not deviate if it doesn't fit into one of those drawers just don't talk about it because that's going to bring you brand dilution and that's the way you never actually uh, you start becoming inconsistency and you never get traction on your brand so that, my friends, is messaging architecture. So hey, if you don't have the marketing canvas yet, which is a seriously amazing piece of technology, a tool that you can use to apply to, to marketing any company, any size, any industry, go get it. Just go to freemarketingcanvas.com. Um, uh, it's a really 
Hey, do you wanna learn what it takes to create a world-class marketing strategy? The Marketing Canvas is a step-by-step -step process used by growth-minded companies worldwide. You can use the Canvas to holistically design and implement a new marketing strategy or to analyze and update an existing one. The Marketing Canvas is the must-have framework for when you know you need to move your company's marketing forward and you also know you need a new approach. It's simple to learn and it's powerful when applied. And I think you're gonna get a lot out of it. So go download the Marketing Canvas. You can get it at freemarketingcanvas.com. Again, absolutely free. Just go to freemarketingcanvas.com and I know you're gonna love it. You've just listened to the Usable Marketing Podcast with me, Ginger Zumeda. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, watch it on YouTube, and follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash HQ to stay up to date with the marketing strategies and tactics that will make you an expert marketer. See you next time.